What is going on, my people? How is your week going? If you're having a great week, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. If you're having a bad week, let me know. I'd love to help you out with that and maybe even turn your week around. I tell you this, though. If you like learning, if you like the subject of environmental science, then this podcast today is going to make your week better. So last week we took time, we talked about a lot of numbers, percentages, statistics, data, where we were looking at waste and where a lot of that waste comes from. And that is an issue, but why is that waste an issue? That's the key thing. Why has it become an issue? What's happened? So many people, like if you went and took a survey, if you went and talked to the people you know, your friends, your family, so many of them would already know that that was an issue. They would already understand there's too much waste produced. They would probably already already have a good guess that we produce too much paper, that there's way too much cardboard out there. They would already know these things, and you you know you could even go past waste. If you talk to a lot of people, you talk to the general public, they know a lot of what we do now is bad for the environment. Okay, so here's the question that I want to talk about: If the general public, right, if most people know that what we do is bad for the environment, or what the average person does is generally bad for the environment, why do we still do it? That's what I want to talk about. So let me take a few minutes here and share my philosophy. That's the goal of this, is for me to share my philosophy on how we can answer that question. I do want to point out, though, I'm very specifically using the word philosophy here because that basically means it's my opinion, right? So you might disagree, right? You might have a different answer to this question, and that's great. And you could also be right. We can both be right. Multiple people can be right on this subject. But we know that that question is something that should be answered, and it's a problem that should be solved. So I have my own thoughts on how we could solve that problem, and it's a little bit of a challenge to you guys that are listening. So I want you to think about what I'm going to talk about. So my answer to this question comes down to one word, really, and it's the word stewardship. So I looked up the exact definition of this word stewardship, and here is the actual dictionary definition from Oxford Languages. Stewardship is a noun. The job of supervising or taking care of something, such as an organization or property. In terms of environmental science, ecology, just the subject of helping nature, I've heard that word used a lot, like stewardship, steward of the land, all these things. I think it's kind of just become a, become a term that people throw around and they don't truly think about the meaning of the word. So I, like, I'm, I'm serious. I want to break this down even more and then say how it connects to you, right? So the key thing in the definition that I'm looking at is where it says taking care of something. Because the something that we're talking about is nature, the environment, an ecosystem, whatever it is, right? We're talking about outdoors, so that's the something. But let's talk about taking care, right? Because you talk about like taking care of your brother, taking care of your sister, like taking care of your, your dog, whatever it is, right? But I think too often do people think of stewardship, when you read that definition, instead of taking care, they almost think of maintaining, right? To me, you are not a steward, or you are not conducting stewardship, if you go and you pick up trash in an area, is that a good thing to do? Yes. To me, that's a great thing to do. But a steward takes care of. So if you truly care about something, you want to make it better, right? So 
If you pick up trash, you're maintaining. All you're doing is removing something bad, so it's maintaining its current level. Steward is going to make something better. So if you want to make it better, there's several different ways that you could make it better, right? So that's what I want us to think about. So how could you make the environment, make um, ecosystems, nature, pollute, like how, how could you make things better? That's what I want us to think about. But now the dilemma that I have here is, and I think the problem that we have to solve, it, like goes straight back to that word care within the definition of stewardship. How then do you get somebody to care about something, right? Because if you were like, let's go back to the sibling situation. If you're babysitting your uh, little brother that's five years old and then you're around uh, another kid that you don't even know that's five years old, you would honestly, it's human, you would do more to help or assist your little brother than the kid that you don't even know. Why? It's a, it comes down to caring because you care. You would always, like, same thing with the dog. Like, if there's a stray dog and there's your dog, who are you going to help more? The dog that's yours. It's nothing against the dog that you don't know. It's just you care more about the one you do know. So, how do we get people to do that? How do we get people to care more about nature? I don't think to this point there's been that much that many of you would disagree with, right? Like, yeah, it's good to care, it's important, all that stuff. So now, but let's get a little bit further into my philosophy on how we do get some of you and the general public to care more. So here's what I've been thinking about is how disconnected are most people, including yourselves, like, like really think about what I'm going to say here. How disconnected are most people from what they eat? Like think about it. Like if you eat a hamburger... And guys, like, just so we're clear, I'm not at all talking about the butchering or that you guys need to go to a butcher shop and watch them um, cut up the meat or, or do any of those things. What I'm talking about is, well, whatever you're going to eat is living. So we'll start by talking about animals, but we'll also talk about plants. So, like, if you're going to eat a, a hamburger, just so you know, that does generally like most of the time, when you say hamburger, it's coming from beef. So with that cow, where does it live most of its life? Do you know? Right? So there's a huge disconnect there. Right? When you think of the farming process, when you think of that level of agriculture. Right? So it's easy to not care when you don't know anything about it. Right? So, but now, like, like I said, we can also talk about plants. Like the same thing. You guys might eat lettuce, spinach, strawberries, you know, whatever plant you eat, whatever it is, berry, anything, right? But do you know where it came from? Do you know, like, what field it was in? Do you know, like, what else was in that field? Do you know what they did to prepare that field? Like, what, like, what happened when they harvested it? What did they do? Did they put it in a box, leave it in a box, and then just rinse it off with water, and then it's in a store? What did they spray on it? What bugs landed on? You know, like these are things for you to think about. So it's easy to not care so much when you're really disconnected. Then we can go, we can even go one step past food since we're talking about all things, right? What about like general nature, right? So a great example, we've used this one a lot. Why? Because it connects to us very clearly. So 
a couple years ago, there was a, maybe it was just one year ago, there was a huge fire in Australia. And yeah, people posted videos, pictures, maybe had like one, like, one tweet about it. Like, you know, they said, like, hey, you know, and, and it's great. Like, it's great to, to do that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But how many of us truly cared? And truly, not, I, and I'm not saying like gave money because to me that's maintaining. To me, if you're just donating, you're maintaining. If you care, you're trying to do something to make the situation better. So how many of us truly did things in that situation to make it better? So then we take it, then we take it a step further. And like, you know, like think of this area, right? Think of, think of, we're in California. Think of California. So how many of us did things to make Australia better in their fire situation? Not many. If any, right? If any of the people listening actually did something to show that they cared in that situation. But then we get these fires in California, right? And clearly we had like ash falling out of the sky on us. Then I guarantee there's a larger percentage that cared. And now have done things or would do things to be a steward in those situations to show that they cared to potentially make the situation better. Why? Because you're connected. Right? But I, you know, like I would even, like, so it's forcing you to be connected, right? So when there's a fire, like, because there's still fires going on, but, but we don't see much from them. We don't get the smoke, so it's like out of sight, out of mind. To go with an old saying, right? A little cliche, but I mean, it's true. Out of sight, out of mind. So then you stop being a steward when you're not connected. So it goes, to me, it goes the same thing where, like the, the one thing that's been talked about a lot in Congress, and there's been like a lot, a lot of recent um, bills that have been voted on about public land and keeping public land public, and and there's varying opin- opinions on that. We're not going to d- discuss the opinions on that, but what I do want to mention is it's easy to not care about public land if you don't spend much time on it. If you've never been to Stanislaus National Forest, do you really care about Stanislaus National Forest? So that's why whenever I talk to whenever I talk to students that care about learning about environmental science, my first priority is not teaching them. That's not my first priority, which might seem backwards. Like most teachers that I know with this subject disagree with that. Most teachers that I know disagree and think the first thing you do is teach them. The first thing you do is you give the knowledge and they can communicate the knowledge and make an impact and help the environment. I strongly disagree with that. What I think is build the passion. The number one thing is the passion, and then I can guide the passion. I'm confident in my teaching ability. I'm confident in being able to express the content. If I can get you or anybody you know passionate about the subject of environmental science, then you start to do that keyword, care. Then you can slowly become a steward. Then we start to help the environment. So now, here to me, and this is why I started with the food subject. Here is, to me, the easiest way that we could get so many people to start to really care. And it starts with a challenge, right? The, you know, and like, I'm not going to put like a, do this for 30 days, do this for a week, do this for 48 hours, however long. Like, this is a challenge. See if, see if you 
could do it for any period of time. Just or see how long you could do it. But here's the challenge. Don't buy anything in a store. Like, yeah, seasonings and salt, pepper, like things like that, sure, buy them in the store. Your food, don't buy it. And you might be at like to like to like thinking about it right now. Some of you guys might be listening and thinking, that's crazy. Like, how is, is that even a thing? Can you even do that? Like, how would you even do that? How would I survive? I would die. I'm not saying, like, you go dig in the trash, like, things like that. No. If people did it a thousand years ago, what changed? And now another thing to think about, because in America, who are we talking about? We're talking about native people, the Cherokee, the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Incas, all of these native people of Americas. You really study them? And think about it. Did they demonstrate how much they cared about the environment? Yes. Right? They would do, after a hunt, if they killed buffalo, they killed deer, they killed tapir, whatever animal they killed, they would have rituals. They would do songs, dances. They would all gather around. They would do all these things to honor the animal. So they clearly showed that they cared. Right? They understood what was going on. They really cared. Why? Because to me, they were living off the land. So they took care of the land. So that's the challenge for you. Live off the land. And and obviously, we can take this a step further because it's 2020, right? We're not a thousand years ago. So we don't need to go like full on living in the forest, wearing a loincloth, you know, all that. Like We don't need to go that far. But what I'm saying is build a garden in your backyard. And maybe I shouldn't say build. Start a garden. I, like very few families would be upset if, if you're like, I, hey, I want to grow my own food. You know, I want to grow broccoli, carrots, lettuce, sweet potatoes, potatoes, strawberry. Like, you know, you, you can grow all those things here. Isn't that crazy? Uh, but how many of us do? Right? So, I mean, but very few families would be upset with that, right? They might even encourage it, right? Um. So, like, I mean, the challenge is to do that. And the reason why is this. So let's say, you you know, you have a brother that's really mean. Um, he likes picking on you. And so you grow your garden. He starts throwing his trash, right? He, he, he drinks a, a Coke. He drinks a Coke. Throws the can in the garden. Would you care? Think about it. Really think about it. Would you care? Right? And but too often do we disconnect the garden from nature, right? Because isn't the garden interacting with the environment, right? Pollinators are coming. Bugs are coming. The worms are coming, like, right? So it is a part of the environment. And so then you start to care. But right now there's somebody that is littering on public land, right? But why don't you care? What? Because you're so disconnected, right? And I'm like, I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying it's it's bad. It's just you're disconnected. You're not there. You don't know. So, you know, you don't have that that much of a connection. But when it's your garden, then you start to care, right? So that, you know, then we really start to care. But, so, okay, so for me, that's step one. Step two is this. And it's tough because I like some of you, for good reason, are not a fan of eating meat, right? Some of you... Not the biggest fan. And I understand that. I support that. That's great. But if you really want to take this a step further, go get your own meat. And you might once again be asking, well, how do I even do that? 
you can hunt, you can fish. You can eat these things. And so I get it that like some of you might not be the biggest fan of eating fish, but let me get the point across and then at least you'll understand the point. Do you think it would make you care more about the water and the rivers near us being clean if, say, you lived off that fish? Think about it. Would you be upset? Would you be upset if you were catching your dinner? You're trying to catch catfish, you're trying to catch um, some form of bass, whatever it is. You're fishing uh, a river near us. Whatever, you're fishing the Tuolumne, right? Let's say, let's say that's what the river you're fishing because that's the closest river to the school of Johansson. So that's the river you're fishing. Would you care if while you're fishing, somebody upstream from you starts peeing in the water? Starts dumping their trash in the water? Dumps their, um, their old oil? They change the oil in their truck and they're dumping it in the water? Would you then truly care? Would you then consider doing stuff to help be a steward of the land and make the water better? Think about it. So when you depend on it, when you eat from it, then you would do those things. You know what I mean? But instead, what we do... What do we do? We buy, we buy fish from Alaska. Why? Because Alaska seems clean and, you know, like, oh, it's nature, right? That's nature, but the river down the street from me, that's not nature. Ooh, that's where we go wrong. That's where we go really wrong. So I think the connection is we've really got to start to care. So the challenge for any one of you guys is live off the land. I'm telling you, it, it is truly a challenge because it's tough, right? There's it, hunting and fishing is harder than you think. There's more animals that you can eat than than you'd believe. But it's it's a big commitment. But it's really something that I'd want you to think about, and maybe at some point in your life, you will get to that point. So I really hope you guys are enjoying this. I hope you're liking that these Wednesdays are a change of pace and they're not so much about stuff you have to memorize or know or, or you're going to be tested on, right? It's just us talking. I do want to invite you to the conversation though, right? So I, I don't want to just be the only one talking here. So here's, here's the conversation that I want to have. One, how can I be better? How can this podcast, how can me assisting you improve? So if you have ideas, you have input you want to give, send them my way. Some of you guys might have noticed that I've taken your advice already and I've added things to this podcast. I've changed things about about class and the way that I work for your benefit. So if you have more ways to, to help me help you, just send them my way. Number two is this. If we're talking about how you can help the environment, I want to hear about it. I'm sure you have ideas as well. So please contact me. Tell me how you're helping the environment. I want to hear from you. So let's have a chat.